Welcome to the Review Crew. With Fran and Emma. What's up, reviewers? It's your co-host, Fran, toddler mom, millennial, baker, co-host of this podcast, the Review Crew. And it's Emma, the other co-host, Brooklynite, person who's no longer concerned about my infertility. Everything is cured and life is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yes, mama. Yes. (laughs) Out of sight, out of mind. Mm -hmm, Exactly. And out of mind, out of grind. Out of mind, out of grind. Wait, sorry. I just want to open with, it's funny, like, I'll be happily watching TikToks or, like, on Instagram or something, and then something will come up that's, like, a vestige of my TTC past and all my, like, IVF stuff. Mm -hmm. It'll be, like, a cold shock to my heart. Yeah, and it like takes a moment to recover from. Oh, but it's like funny. It's like it's like shocking to think about, and I just avoid it at all costs now. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's fine. I think that you you you're needing a break, so yeah. avoid it is the best. The break is the best. Good. The break is good. We have to honor the break, and even when you see the cold <laughs> shock, you must get back into the warm tub of like food talk or whatever, whatever exactly. <laughs> I don't know what else. I don't know what's on there or what I'm trying there. to think. It's a lot of food. Now I'm also I somehow got on like keto and like weight loss TikTok, mm. which is not my that's not my story. Mm-hmm. But I'm on that TikTok now. Have you seen and anything interesting? Anything interesting? Yeah, like I always do love people's like psychotic weight loss claims from doing different things or psychotic health claims that I don't I mean, like. this is how fragile I am. Okay, mm-hmm. and how easily influenced because I'll literally I was watching someone who's like day in the life, ten months past gastric bypass or whatever, and was talking about her journey mm-hmm. and like everything that she ate. And literally she she was just meal prepping and she was like, I eat this like or I drink this protein shake every morning and it was like the fair life like core power mm-hmm. chocolate protein shake and I was like immediately I added it to my cart. I was like, I'm buying that right now. <laughs> <laughs> and actually that can be my first review because honestly, the Fairlife Core Power Chocolate Protein Shake, I like it. Tastes like chocolate milk. Mm-hmm. Got half your day's protein. Nice. Not a, not a low amount of calories. I'll be. I'll say. <laughs> I was gonna. Ask. <laughs> <laughs> but it tastes good. Well, you know what? Great. So, how would you how would you review that? How does that translate to the numerical review? I'm literally going to have another one tomorrow for breakfast. So I would review it as, I mean, I don't know about the health claims. I don't know about protein. If protein matters, doesn't matter for me. I don't know. So I rated it a 7.5 and a question mark. All right. I mean, and deliciousness, I mean, drinking a big tall glass of chocolate milk first thing in the morning honestly sounds great. So I feel like high marks for that, even if it's provides nothing else. I mean, it's not like as good as regular chocolate milk. Well, yeah. (laughs) But yeah. We can only dream, dream of such things. Yeah. Compared to like actual <clears throat> foods and actual chocolate milk, it's probably more like a five or six. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's fine. It's fine. Well, you know what liquid I'm sipping on right now and wanted to review? Digame. Roasted dandelion tea. Have I talked about this already? No. What the hell? Oh, okay. I got worried. I was like, this is a thing where I got re-excited about it like a couple months ago. Like I basically every several months remember that it exists and get really stoked on it. Sorry, I already talked about it. Um, roasted dandelion tea. I can't remember if it's roasted dandelion root or just roasted dandelions, but whatever. It's just like a tea you can buy. Like it's like the traditional medicinals brand. 
for people that know it. Uh, What's never... its power? Sorry, I didn't. Interrupt. I have no idea. I don't know. All I know about dandelions is that they <clears throat> they do make you pee more. So I'm like, maybe it's flushing my toxins. But most importantly, it is an herbal tea, so like decaf, and um, it has a really like pleasantly like nutty flavor. I think from probably the roastedness. So it like takes milk and sugar really well. So when I really want black tea or coffee. I will have roasted dandelion tea mm. instead if it's like late in the day and I can't deal with the caffeine. Do decaf, um, dude. Decaf coffee. I know, but then I'd have to buy decaf coffee, which I like. Like I do, I don't want it enough. And like, and you know, I've talked, I've, I've talked about how more, more than one cup of coffee a day for me is pretty rough on the bowels. I gotta say, so like, I can't be doing even decaf too much in the evenings. That's like a very special treat. Okay, wait, okay, I actually have another review related to this then, what you were saying, because I have another, I'm also on, I can't have any caffeine, obviously, in the afternoon, because I'm very sensitive to caffeine, personally. Mm-hmm. So, I got into buying a freaking zero sugar root beer, okay, because root beer doesn't have any caffeine, and mm-hmm. that was the only soda available to me that was zero calories and also had no caffeine. Mm. And let me just tell you, this is, again, if listeners couldn't already tell, I have fully succumbed to diet culture for no reason, and <laughs> I'm not dieting and have not losing weight, and it's not doing anything except for harming my mental health, but Perfect. I'm fully back immersed in diet culture. So I mean, great. I'm pretty sure that's what diet culture does for most people, <laughs> including yeah. myself from time to time. But just, like, years of, like, work on myself and, like, personal development just, like, gone out the window. Yeah. Um, okay. But it's great because mm-hmm. I had zero sugar root beer and actually i'm here to tell you it tastes just like regular root beer you can't tell the difference practically so in my bodega actually i went to get some from the bodega and they only had a five liter like big ass thing is that five liters i don't know i feel like yeah yeah the big boys so i got one of those hell yeah (laughs) and i felt really cool I know you're gonna be drinking that thing. I mean, you gotta drink it fast. Like that's the dangerous thing about buying that is because like it's gonna go flat. You gotta be, you gotta be chugging it. Today's day three of having it, and it's like almost gone. So I'm doing great. All right, you're you're nailing it. You're nailing it. That sounds lovely. The I mean, this is my my immediate thought was like perfect to fill with ice cream. But I guess if you're trying to go zero sugar, that's not. That is originally what I got it for like a month mm-hmm. ago, mm-hmm. and it was great. It's great for that preparation as well. Mm-hmm. We love, here, I love a root beer float. Okay, yeah. of the floats that you've had, okay, basically I've only, I'm like, wait, I've had a root beer float and then I've had like a, like a, like a Guinness float before. Hmm. Have you had any other types of floats? Do you have other preferences? How would you rank the various floats? I am a purist. Root beer float is absolutely number one. I would never, yeah. ever, ever want something that's like Coke float or some shit. Yeah, fuck that. Guinness float sounds gross. I'm sorry. It's not gross. It's wonderful, but that's your own tragedy for not knowing. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. I actually can't do any substitutions. Like, I don't want any flavor other than vanilla for the ice cream. I really can't stray. I can't imagine putting a different flavored one in a root beer float. Right. Okay. Okay, good. Yeah. Reviewers write in if you think that you can, like, put in strawberry or something. <laughs> Disgusting. My Adrian and I have a fundamental disagreement about vanilla ice cream where I really love vanilla ice cream, like a good Hagen dazs vanilla, and mm-hmm. he does not. So I wasn't sure if that was just like a weird thing. No, but I love vanilla. I mean, a good vanilla ice cream is, I mean, 
I, it's hard for me to rate any ice cream lower than a 10 out of 10 because all ice cream has such a, <laughs> has such a nice cozy place in my heart. Um, and my, I have very fond family memories, memories of vanilla ice cream because my dad would make homemade ice cream all the time when I was a kid, like for parties and stuff. Um, and it was also a thing that my grandpa did and they were always just making vanilla, but it's hella good. Like homemade vanilla ice cream. Mm-hmm. It's all soft straight out of the machine. So good. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's a pretty magical memory. That's definitely a 10 out of 10. But then even, like, shitty vanilla ice cream is, like, you know, maybe at the lowest, like, an eight. Yeah. At the like I'm trying to think if, like, I could rate any ice cream lower than eight. I don't know that it's possible. Like, it'd have to be really bad. I'm actually kind of an ice cream snob, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Like, I, if I were to get, like, a scoop of vanilla, like, briars or dryers, I don't know. I don't know if I could do it. Well, then, like, if I, like, if I went to the store... I would never purchase a Briars. I'm also exactly. a huge ice cream snob. I'm a huge ice cream snob. I'm not buying a fucking big ass tub of sherbet or some no. shit from the bottom of the freezer. <laughs> no offense, <laughs> listeners or reviewers. If you do that, power to you. I'm an asshole. Um, but if I go to somebody's house and they serve me a big scoop of ice cream that's like melting with the rapidity that you know that it's mostly air and is just like <laughs> tub garbage. I will still enjoy that experience so much. I love that. I love that. That's nice. You know, I just love to be fed sugar when I go to other places and it doesn't really matter what it is. Well, that's great. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to respond. It's fine. Um, Yeah, I'm trying to think. Okay, speaking of things that other people do for us. Yeah. I want to review, although I don't know. Did I like okay? I don't think I gave a number review to Roasted Dandelion Tea. I'm giving oh, yeah. it an eight out of ten, everyone. It's an that's eight. High. I that's that's, high. I think it's high. I think it's good, especially for an herbal tea. It's a great tea. Anyway, um, but speaking of things that other people do for you, I wanted to review when someone calls you buddy. Have you that been called cute. buddy recently? I have not, but I think that's cute in theory. Have you been called buddy ever? I don't know that I have, to be honest with you. It's a very, uh, it's a word usually saved for small boys yeah. or, or my daughter who, you know, being a baby is often perceived as boy. Um, <laughs> it's really funny to me when people like profusely apologize to me for like misgendering <laughs> Sylvia. And I'm like, one, she's a baby. So like, who even knows what her gender actually is or will be? Mm-hmm. And second of all, like, no one here cares like sylvia obviously doesn't give a shit (laughs) she's not particularly concerned she's just more like cat car there's like (laughs) oh my god i'm so sorry it's a girl and i'm just like i couldn't give a shit (laughs) like it's fine anyways um but i have a coworker who is not old who is like a young man he's probably like yeah probably like our age like young 30s and he calls me buddy and almost every other person, buddy. But I have, like, never been called buddy ever. And it is so funny to me every time I want to call it. Um, I think I'm going to call it an 8 out of 10 also. Nice. Because it's still a little bit weird and it catches me off guard every time. But every time Louie's like, yep, see you later, buddy. And I'm just like, who are you? We're not even friends. Okay, I love buddy. that. It's so funny. And it's, it's just, like, I feel like especially as far as, like, men giving female femme co-workers nicknames at work there's a lot of like not 
appropriate words like <laughs> being like I use I've been called baby by a lot of older men that I've worked with or things like that or sweet honey those things I've gotten before by customers largely by customers and then occasionally older men that I've worked with I actually always love that I just want to state for the record (laughs) I love uh, when people are like honey blah 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 I really like I have one coworker um who's like an elder gay man who always calls me honey and sweetie and I do love that but it's often not from someone that I find <laughs> as appealing as this man. Um, but yeah, but being called buddy is like somehow really refreshing and just how completely like it's not just asexual. It's like un, it's anti-sexual. Like it's yeah. the anti-sexual nickname to call someone. Um, and oh. so I just really like that, um, even though it's also a little weird every time. It's definitely an eight out of ten. Okay, fellow TikTokers out there, I did re- remember there's this TikToker named like Hawkeye or something. I don't know. Whatever. Mm-hmm. He starts, he has this like very soothing, woodsy like vibe. He's like always in the woods and he talks in a really soothing way. Anyway, and he's, he opens every TikTok with like, hey, buddy. And then he like <laughs> tells you like something soothing <laughs> and like offers you some food. Yeah. 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 That's, um, that sounds ideal. That sounds perfect. Maybe it's I'm like, is this like a trending term that I'm just not aware of? There's a Maybe. a famous TikToker saying it. Yeah. Let us Maybe. know, reviewers. Do you call people buddy? Do you get called buddy? <laughs> is this like a a hip young term, or is it just two? There's two men in America that do it, and one of them's on TikTok. There's a great like fifth grade level novel called Bud Not Buddy that I highly recommend to any fifth graders out there. Sixth graders, perhaps. I feel like I've seen that book a million times. Other people being uh, told to read it, seen it at the library bookshelf, seen it everywhere. I never read it. I love it. I love it. Okay. Um, where where to next? Okay. Well, (laughs) okay. (laughs) We're we're walking in the desert. Okay. We're walking in the desert. It's so hot. You're like you're like I'm about to pass off, pass out, pass off, and pass out. I take your hand. I'm pulling you forward. I point into the distance and you see something. You're like, is it a mirage? Is it finally water? We get closer. We get closer. We're running. We're running. We're the adrenaline. And it's not, it's an oasis. It's an oasis. And there is a palace in the oasis. Okay. And we found ourselves in the pop culture palace. Oh, okay. Yep. I was like, is it a new palace? <laughs> nope. Nope. It's just still the pop culture palace. I just, <laughs> I I just was trying to, I, I basically described the same tree lined pathway every time to get there. And I'm like, the pop culture palace is anywhere. Pop culture palace pops up in, in the your fucking heart. Sahara. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Anywhere. Death Valley. It could be anywhere <laughs> in your heart or Death Valley. <laughs> Well, let's get into it. What do you have for me? Let's get into it. All right. So first of all, um, we so we walk we walk into the beautiful grand front doors, um, and we take a quick left, and suddenly we find ourselves in sort of like a little like speakeasy. And what's that? What's that? Um, what's that playing? Oh, it's the Cell Block Tango because your girl just watched <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Did you love it again? So, yeah, okay, so I watched Chicago in my teen years. I don't know when I saw it, sometime after it came out. Um, and I did really enjoy it. And I feel like I had a really outsized influence in my family. Like, it became a big reference point for my sister and I. We would, um, we liked to say pepper my ragu all the time. <laughs> that's from Queen Latifah. That's Mama's song. Um, that's a really classic one. My sister and I both like to just say, uh-uh. To each other all the time. <laughs> That's good. Um, 
But anyway, so I don't know. I would call it a 10 out of 10 for me as a teen. On the rewatch, I don't think it was quite that hot. So basically, Steven wanted to watch it. I don't remember why. Uh, he, like, listens to a movie podcast. So when he gets a little, like, bees in his bonnet about watching different things that, like, he obviously won't really like. But he, like, needs to watch it because they're talking about the podcast. Um... But anyway, so Steven wanted to watch, we watched recently. Um, so this is like what I'm making time for in my schedule. I like watch absolutely nothing. I watched part of the first episode of The Last of Us and then I'm like watching Chicago, which I watched fucking 15 years ago. Oh my gosh, The Last of Us. We got to talk about that. But okay, go on. Well, I've still only seen the one part of the first episode, which was really good. Um, but anyway, <laughs> uh, it was, I'm going to say it's probably like, it's like the nostalgia was so big for me. I feel like it was like a seven out of 10 where I was just like, everything is so fun. And I just remember watching it for the first time and loving it. But I am also just like, I'm a little bored sometimes halfway through the songs. <laughs> like, um, oh, I forget what's the first, the first fucking song that um, Catherine Zeta Jones does. Wait, fuck. I like I now I can't remember how anything goes at all. Cell Block Tango. What else? Um, there's, so there's Cell Block Tango. There's Catherine Zeta Jones is like two songs that are both great. Um, and the Mr. When You're Cellophane. Uh, yeah, so that's pretty boring. That's a pretty boring <laughs> song. Give them the old razzle dazzle. That's comedian. a good one. That's kind of fun. I do like to say that phrase all the time. Yeah, I would say that song runs for probably twice as long as it needs to be given that he's I'm just saying, sure. give him the old razzle dazzle over and over again. I do remember thinking Mr. Cellophane was like a boring, like after the first line or whatever. It's like, we yeah. get it. <laughs> and also, but like so delightful to see John C. Riley, who I just imagine as like fucking Dewey Cox and whatever other movies he's like comedies he's been in and like seeing him playing this role is extremely funny. Oh, um, the Roxy Hart song is good. Where he's, she's like, Roxy Hart. Yeah, yeah. It is insane. If I'm just like, God, you're so fucking skinny. This is crazy. Yeah. And also just thinking about how much work she's had done since then, how she has a fully different face now is very interesting to go yeah. back. Um, but you know what? She's great. And I don't knock it. Get work done if you want to get work done. I'm not trying to, not trying to sh- push shade on that. Or if I had the money, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Probably um, would still do nothing out of just laziness. Wait, what is Steven's review? Because I know it was, he was seeing it for the first time, right? Um, he thought it was boring. Was his main Classic. thing. So I think for Steven, it was probably like a four out of ten. Like he didn't like, like like when I was like, oh, but Cell Block Tango was really fun, and like this is really fun. He's like, yeah, those ones were fun songs, but like basically it has three fun songs and something that he didn't love about it, which I actually feel like is kind of neat which is basically like it's a musical that is not trying to for the movie flesh out the musical with a bunch of just acting and story like it is just like song after song after song and I feel like I don't love musicals but if I'm going to go in for a musical like I'm going in for the fucking musical you know yeah dude like okay Adrian and I actually recently saw Chicago on Broadway with my aunt right Mm -hmm. you remember this yes um and I was shocked to remember that it's just, I feel like it's like hit after hit after hit. Like every song is like iconic. Like I know we just talked about how Mr. Cellophane and Razzle Dazzle are like whatever, mm-hmm. but they're actually all so, like for a musical to have mm-hmm. that many like catchy songs is like kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so for me, I think it's probably a solid six. Like I have no interest in rewatching it again. I can imagine that on yeah. Broadway probably amazing because I, I like that just has to be amazing to see anything on Broadway. It was a good experience, but let me tell you, it's not, not my favorite. Not my favorite. 
What what would you okay? What would you rate the movie and what would you rate the Broadway musical? I mean, the movie. I feel like I've seen it once and it was like literally twenty years ago. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> but it was I loved it at the time. So yeah, at the time, ten out of ten. The musical. I'm fortunately gonna have to pass just in case my aunt, who I love so much, <laughs> is listening to this. I really had a great time. We had like so really you, good you had a ten out of ten experience with your yeah. aunt. We can say that for sure. The musical yeah. we leave as a question mark. Yeah. Hmm. I have um, a number of songs that I want to just like quickly give you a smattering of what I've been listening to recently because they're like I would rate all of these tongs, to- all these tongs, all these tongs are tens for me. Um, but do you have anything you wanted um, pop culture reference first before I go into my pop musical? culture? I need some TV in my life. I need some mm-hmm. TV in my life. Guess what? I this is how desperate I was for TV today. Let me Start- let me have it. Started a new season of Survivor. guys i need some tv (laughs) you're a survivor you're not gonna give up you know in the words of this child the absolute anticipation i have for um the start of yellow jackets season two and succession on the same day which is the first sunday of spring break is like i'm like that is so (laughs) amazing (laughs) i'm so excited that's a fucking fantasy I do continue to love Last of Us, though. I'm loving Last of Us. The last episode, crazy. No spoilers, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait, one quick spoil. Wait, can I say a spoiler? No. I don't know. Can I say yeah, a phrase? Okay. Can I say I'm- one phrase that is said? I personally am not super worried about spoilers. So we'll just say, everyone, skip ahead 15 seconds if you don't want to hear the phrase. Go and for it. if you're it. hearing this, this is literally from a week ago's episode. So, like, by now, you've probably seen it. And it's one phrase, okay? But... They pointed out on TikTok the phrase baby girl that Pedro Pascal uses to just to, like she, he says baby girl to the girl. Mm-hmm. And it's so nice and it's so emotional and it's great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this was uh, really honestly, I was hoping if you were going to do a spoiler, it was going to be for something a little more interesting than using the phrase baby girl, but I'll take it. It's a great phrase. How do you rate the? How do you rate being called baby girl? If I were being called that by Pedro Pascal, ten out of ten. Yeah. If I were being called that by a random man that I work with, zero out of ten. <laughs> That's a lot coming from a random man. Yeah, that would yeah. be a lot. My uh, my boss accidentally called me babe the other day. Oh, <laughs> uh, I do that. Like, I do that. Yeah, like said it, and then it was me like, hmm, that was weird. That was not what I meant to call you. Hmm, I get okay. Let's move on. <laughs> uh we've all done it we've all done it we've all done it wait what else am i consuming in pop culture i'm consuming wait i want to know okay what is the what is the world i feel like i'm just seeing meme after meme of pedro pascal who like is great um so what is uh what's the internet's the internet's take on him is that is just everybody in love with him now the internet is absolutely fucked for him like the uh, internet (laughs) loves him so much yeah i personally i find him very charismatic i love his personality on the show he's just mm-hmm. he's got a nice he's got the it factor where you're like drawn to him mm-hmm. do i find him like the world's hottest man no personally no, that's absolutely not he's no. got kind of a squishy face i feel like yeah totally it's not a bad thing it's like a yeah, character I'm, i liked him in uh mandalorian that was the main thing i watched him in he's great never saw it didn't like him in uh, the Wonder Woman movie where he was the villain, but that was not his fault. That was just like a fucking god awful movie. We liked him in the Nicolas Cage movie. Which one? What, what one the was one he in? Where it's like the recent one from like two years Pig? ago. 
no that's amazing dude no I it's really- like that. if literally Nicolas Cage and Pedro Pascal like go on a like a vacation almost like they're in Spain and it's like a wild romp is that is that a good movie that sounds fun yeah it's fun it's not anything that's going to change your life but it's like a I fun would, movie I should watch some more Nicolas Cage movies they're always a good time this is what it is sorry let me rephrase <laughs> Pedro Pascal is like some billionaire and he mm-hmm. loves Nicolas Cage so much that he literally flies Nicolas Cage out to like be at his party or something so Nicolas Cage is playing himself or is yeah he playing- okay he's playing himself Interesting. And this is what it's called: the unbearable weight of massive talent. Mm. Something like that. How I, I've like never heard of this. I'm very out of touch. Um, we saw it in theaters. <laughs> wow. But yeah, it's not an it's not a must watch, but it's mm. it's cute. It's cute. All anyway. Right. Well, good to know. Okay, I just I just wanted to get the internet's the internet's take. I go to you for my pop culture knowledge. I love that. I love being the internet for you. You are the internet for me because the only internet that I'm consuming is like when I start, I just scroll through like a lot of uh, bakery media on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much it. Um, well, I don't have any, I don't have any TV. You know, I actually did finish watching a season of something today. Uh, something uh, what? <clears throat> which is i've watched the great british bake-off professionals the like season that just came out on netflix okay no spoilers uh, i haven't seen it it came out a little while ago okay have you watched any of the great british bake-off professionals no i didn't even know this was a thing until you like wrote it somewhere yeah i like i learned it when my coworker was asking me if i was watching it and i was like i don't know it's not gonna hang. and so then i immediately had to watch it i would say it's not it's not it's very different from the great british Bake Off. Um, first of all, everyone's on teams of two. Hmm. Um, the things they have to do, they have to do like giant show pieces and stuff, like build like chocolate sculptures and sugar sculptures and stuff. I feel like it reminds me more of like Food Network shows. Mm. But then by being a like uh, a British television show instead of an American television show, it's not like constantly cutting to them talking shit about each other. <laughs> like the vibe, the vibe is nicer. Um, so I would say if you enjoy watching like Food Network baking competitions, but you want a little bit less bitchiness, then like it's a great it's a great show. It's very fun. Um, but you don't get like because they're doing super elaborate things. You're not getting like a like I feel like sometimes it's like you actually like absorb a technique watching the Great British Baking Show and you get to know mm-hmm. each person a little bit personally a little more. Yeah. Um, that's definitely not true in uh, this one, but it was entertaining. I would rate it. I mean. It was like a six, seven out of ten. Like it's a pleasant yeah. thing, you know. But it's based not on. Like, sorry, yeah. <laughs> go for it. Based on that review, I'm like, no, I don't want to watch it. Yeah, no. you re- you really don't need to. I feel like if you enjoy <coughs> baking competition shows, then why not? But like, it's not necessary. I tried to put on the Murdaugh Murders mm-hmm. on Netflix, and I got immediately distracted. So that was a no for me. Mm-hmm. Too bad. I also am watching, wait for it, Mm -hmm. the current season of South Park. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, how's it going? How's it going? Is it still good? Is it still a good show? It's fine. Okay, the latest episode, I actually thought this was really funny. They, Mm -hmm. uh, it's like a chat GPT episode. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) what they use chat GPT for is to respond to any girl's like text. So like if they have like a girlfriend or whatever, like the girl texts 
they'll like use chat gpt to just like mindlessly respond and then the girls are like oh my god like we're developing like this amazing communication and like it's great you know honestly and this goes right back to my ai fears which is, is exactly what happened everybody's gonna fall in love with the chat chat bot exactly. um it goes right into that's exactly what's gonna happen well meanwhile the guys are just copying and pasting i thought it was a funny concept it's, it's very obviously very sexist obviously very weird but it was fun. It was funny how they did it. I'm not really giving it justice. <laughs> I trust you. How would you how would you rate current season of South Park from what you've seen so far? I give it a 7.8. Like it's funny. Okay. It's nothing to write home about. Are right, speaking speaking of chuckles? Uh, sorry, I keep coughing. I'm still fucking getting over a co- cold, a code, a cold that I started last week. Um, you posted hmm. recently on our Instagram about watching Chris Rock's Netflix special and I watched the last half hour of it because <laughs> okay. Steven started watching it while I was putting Sylvia to bed and then I came out and finished it with him. That's the best part though because that's the Will Smith part. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So I saw the Will Smith Smith part. Um, I Yeah, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed what I saw. I would say it was a solid like 7, 8 out of 10. How Thank you. you. It somehow, like, doesn't have a good Rotten Tomatoes score, but I was like, it was funny. I don't know. <laughs> How have you even looked at the Rotten Tomatoes score for this? You're so funny. Everything. I ch- I literally, Rotten Tomatoes is my Bible, practically. You are the biggest tomato of them all. <laughs> you're certified fresh, I gotta say. You just like to go in blind, <laughs> yeah. not knowing. Basically. I'm like, does this look good or does this look bad? And then I decide based off of that. I don't know. It's bold. You know, I like to live boldly. I mean, it's also, it's just because of, like, I, I enjoy a lot of things that aren't good. And then I don't like a lot of things that are supposedly good. So it's just, like, it's not a good indicator for me. Um, Well, good. I'm glad you really liked it. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I will at some point maybe go back and watch um watch the first half. But you know what else I watched a half an hour of? <laughs> what? I watched a half an hour of the Banshees of Inisherin last night. Okay, that's one where you really got to watch the whole thing. <laughs> I'm definitely going to watch the whole thing, but basically if Steven and I want to like watch movies regularly, it means <laughs> watching them a half hour at a time most of the time. So it was the first um, half hour. So <laughs> I would say the first half hour, honestly, I'm like this is like a this is like an mm, I want I'm going to say like an 8 or 9 out of 10. Like it's just like, you know. It's good. It's, it's good. It's good. It's good acting. Colin Farrell's just walking around doing his thing. What's his face? Other guy with his lined face, Matt I. Moody. Um, is that Matt I. Moody? Yeah. Um, he's great. Like I don't know. Everyone's Does it make great. you sad though. Um, not yet. Okay. Not yet. We haven't. I feel like it's not. It's not too sad yet. It's just I just find even the beginning where he's like why aren't you talking to me right like you've gotten to that part right oh yeah that's like <laughs> yeah. the whole that's like the, how it starts that's the whole thing yeah but i don't know it's kind of like sad i mean it definitely is a sad premise um it's also it's just like it's just kind of it's also just very silly um, it is a little bit in its way i don't know and i'm also just like it's funny to me if like i see like random side characters like in the pub or whatever and i'm just like this just like looks like my dad's family like like, irish side of the family i'm like this looks like pictures of relatives that i've seen (laughs) like there's like a certain likeness and i'm like how is this possible (laughs) the fucking small ass island (laughs) this is what happens everybody looks the same dude you know what i want to watch is the movie Mm -hmm. that's in irish that's I think up for Academy Award called Steven The Quiet was, Girl. 
Stephen was just telling me about that, and he was saying how we need to watch that after this. Yes. I'm sure once once we finish this one, a half I'm gonna every it's like every episode I'll be giving it the next half hours rating for the Banshees with Sharon, and then um, <laughs> that will do that one. I love that. <laughs> uh, okay, um, great. All right, I also have I also have some songs. I, also I have, have songs too. Okay, do you want to start? No, no, no. I was just I was just getting excited. Do you want to you start? Go you go for my voice breaking. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is song. So all this I've picked three songs to review. They're all tens. Um, the song that I was just listening to right before we were recording. I was just dancing with Sylvia to this. It is off um, an off an album called "Doing It in Lagos: Boogie Pop and Disco in 1980s Nigeria." And it is called Only You by Steve. I don't know how, I don't know if the last name is like Monite or Monite. I don't know how it would be pronounced, but it's called Only You. And it's fucking just such a good, solid, like disco groove. It's so fun. Um, it's Wait, very like it? low key. I love that. It's because really I also have a disco review. Sorry, gone. No, no, no. Go do your, do your disco review. I have only one disco song I've been listening to, but that's funny that we're both listening to a disco song. Mm-hmm. Because I was listening to You Make Me Feel Mighty Real by Sylvester. That is a bop. Okay. That is a disco right, wait. bop. Sing me a little bit because that sounds familiar, but I can't like... I okay, can't. Here, here you go. Okay. Mm-hmm. You make me feel Oh yeah. mighty real. Dude, yes. Okay. Yeah, that I don't know why, but like it took when I first heard that song, and it's just is like, how is this someone's actual voice? Yeah, like it's it's such a weird fucking voice to me. Um, but yeah, solid, solid, good song. Are you dancing to that one? I was dancing while making my lasagna tonight. Yes, I was beautiful. Beautiful. So I would say that song is like extremely like upbeat disco, and I would say that only you is very like more of a low-key groove disco it's like only you it's like very it's like a it's a chill it's chill disco chisco nice chill disco okay i don't really know chill disco okay cool chisco yeah (laughs) it's everyone calls it chisco it's 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 known (laughs) wait so is that sylvester song a 10 for you um no that Hmm. sylvester song is 8.5 it's a April good group. It's a little yeah. long. It's like literally six minutes long for no reason. Yeah. Okay, dude. All right. I'm actually going to rate another song that for me is a 10, but is also not a 10 to listen to with others unless they also think it's a 10 because it's a 10 minute song. Um, I'm going to have to look up what it is really quick because I forgot that I wanted to review this. Um, but it is a of Montreal song. So yeah. that's already a problem for uh, <laughs> for most people. <laughs> if you're familiar. Have you listened to of Montreal recently? You introduced me to them. I feel like all my listening of all of Montreal is like through you in high school <laughs> or college. I'm or not even like a big fan. I had like a few songs of theirs in high school, and then I think I got a couple albums I maybe listened to once, but I never was that big of a fan. But they have a 10 minute song um, off of their Hissing Fauna Are You the Destroyer album called um, The Past is a Grotesque Animal. And I just like love it i just love it fucking start to finish it's fucking 10 minutes and it's so good but like i it like came on because i i've listened to it a number of like i have it like hearted on spotify because i like it that much (laughs) Um, i know and 
so sometimes it comes on like when I'm listening to different uh like 2000s alternative indie stuff at work and then it comes on and then it will be like six minutes in and my coworkers start to be like it's a pretty long song huh <laughs> we should change the next song but I'm like feeling it so hard it like it's like physically painful for me to change it but it's also physically painful for me to keep listening to it because I can see that everyone else is not loving it um it's a very complicated set of feelings so I rate it probably overall the song is like a, a seven unless I'm in the company of someone else who loves it in which case it is a 10 that's great I have one more song review too mm, lay it on me and this is Diana Ross, who I've never really oh. listened to that much. Mm-hmm. Swept away. You know that song? Mm, wait on <laughs> me. I actually don't know how to really sing it. She just oh. swept away. Oh, swept away. <laughs> <laughs> I've never like good purposefully beat. listened to Diana Ross, but I also have never heard a song by her that wasn't like fucking solid and great. Yeah, this is another danceable 80s song. And you know where I discovered this song? Mm from julius guys i continue on my quest to just be closer to julius (laughs) um julius is a beautiful soul and i'm so glad the julius appreciation podcast (laughs) (laughs) just like need to create a fan base for just like a random human such a light in this world though Mm-hmm. it's true and we need that we need the lights we need the lights and the music the lights and the in the peeps um that's great well okay my other songs okay i have two other songs i also wanted to rate cecilia by simon and garfunkel a classic song Ooh, that's are a you classic. familiar yeah i love mm-hmm. simon and garfunkel they're so good they're so yeah. good so fun cecilia is such a fun song i like to sing it as chub sylvia to sylvia when we although it is also just like not really an appropriate song to sing to your baby because it is just sort of like you're sleeping with other people (laughs) um (laughs) that's how it goes and that uh that i would say so it's a 10 10 song and i would say six out of 10 to me always wanting to make every song about my baby when i'm like you know i'm dancing around with her so i'm just like singing to her so I'm like making it about her changing lyrics as I want and then I'm just being like there's like no way to make this song like appropriate for a baby like to make this about her would it be better for me to sing the actual lyrics it's a 6 out of 10 situation it's very complicated interesting Um, what's your other song my other song is a talking head song that comes up on my work mixes a lot which is I'm on a road to nowhere um oh, and it's just like a incredible. fun it's fun to listen to at work just I don't know dude <laughs> you don't even know thing. that's how they freaking close American Utopia like the David Byrne musical they close with that song that's so epic and they got him to the audience and it's just wow amazing. well I mean it's a it's a great song and you know it's also really good to listen to at work when you just feel like uh oh is that what being working in a restaurant is which is not a thing that i said on my own that is a thing my boss and head chef said to each other as we <laughs> listened to that song when i put it on <laughs> that's um, cute. yeah so that's something we can like you know i feel like most people in the restaurant industry can really just um and probably just most people working in the world you just are sitting at your job or standing at your job doing whatever your job just thinking how you're on a road to nowhere i think it's a very relatable feeling um so great song put that on to sort of like a soundtrack your malaise okay well you didn't give us a sample of either i don't think so give us a sample of both cecilia and and the road to nowhere 
No, I, I, I will, because I, I only know the one thing. I gave you a little mumble of the... Um, okay, okay. You did that. I did that. Okay, <laughs> Cecilia then. Cecilia. Cecilia. All right, Cecilia. Cecilia, you're yeah, breaking my heart. You're shaking my confidence daily. It's just so fun. It's just it so fun. fun. It's such a good one. Yeah, Simon and Garfunkel, I feel like, are just... I mean, I, you can't say they're underrated. They're, like, extremely famous. They're extremely <laughs> highly rated. But I'm just, like, I should be hearing them all over the place all the time. So I fun. agree. Really I solid. Agree. Also, just Paul Simon. He's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Paul Simone. Can't go wrong. <laughs> um, oh, and I want to do a little minor update. I've already told Fran this mm-hmm. off air, but I re-listened to Hounds of Love, the song, not the album. Mm-hmm. And the song absolutely slaps. I don't know what... I was just in a bad mood, guys. <laughs> it's a really good song. I mean, and I do feel like it does take a minute. And I believe you also were saying that you tried out Wuthering Heights, though, which you were a fan of. Yeah, that's a good one. That one's definitely weirder. Yeah, it's weird. Isn't that weird, though, that that was, like, her the big hit. breakout song? Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, the, who can even comprehend the UK? Because that was... <laughs> Are she British? That makes some yeah. sense. Yes, yes. Okay um yeah dude there's this um there's like a little i think it's a bbc documentary but there's like a little documentary about her and her musical career and like is interviewing all these different people who are like super influenced by her like fucking big boy is on there being like this is the greatest musician to have ever lived it's awesome i Um, don't know who that is well look him up (laughs) 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 but uh yeah dude hounds of love solid i'm really glad that you re-listened and enjoyed and I was I, only able to re-listen because you opened your heart to yes. whatever. Oh, Caroline Polachek, and then I, I was did. like, you know what? I need to owe Fran the same. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, we we do we because we had our disagreements in our previous <laughs> pod. I went back, and I will say, okay, so when I did my original review of Caroline Polachek, what I think I rated it a six out of ten. Um, I was list- I literally listened to it like during Sylvia's bath time because that's what we were talking about. So I was like listening to it on my iPhone speaker, which is just like not an appropriate way to listen to any music Mm -hmm. um but so I listened to some of it again on my really nice headphones where I could really feel the beat and I definitely was like oh yeah I can see like this is like fun music I still don't think it's for me but like it's I would definitely I think I'm bringing it up to like a seven for me I love that and guess what my plan is sorry that just reminded me because Caroline Polachek is so danceable and all the music we've been discussing is very danceable Mm -hmm. I think for the first time in my life my birthday plan is going to be to go out dancing (gasps) go out to the club basically but somewhere where it's like dancing Mm -hmm. wouldn't that be fun with friends and and Adrian yes go dancing that sounds super fun yeah I will report back I will report back. One of my goals in my life is to like be like, okay, I want to be a person that hosts parties, number one. And I want to be someone that hosts parties where there is dancing and where people just dance. Like to me, that's such a fantasy. And of like, to me, it's like, cause that's like, I don't necessarily want to like go like out dancing at places. I feel like it's a lot of times just like not music I'm super interested in and I don't really know people that also want to do that. But I'm like I would love to just like at my home be having a party and then have people dance, like have music be loud and like have Sylvia be there, like have there be kids and just like people can just chill and dance. I don't know. Just sounds really fun. So if anyone has any tips on how to make a party um include dance, I mean, uh, yes, 
include alcohol. Yes, include dark lighting. <laughs> but like, <laughs> is there anything else? Is there anything else? I feel Dude, like it's also like I never have enough people over. Yeah, it has to be like a certain group. But remember when you and like Caroline and like other friends? I feel like it was like my high school graduation party or something. You guys came over. <laughs> there was dancing. Like we danced. Oh, uh, that's true. The that's Lady true. Gaga. That's true. <laughs> that was great. I don't remember what the what else the setting was. I just remember that Caroline was also there and Lady Gaga. Yeah, that was very important and good. Yeah, I feel like we just need to blast music. I need to get like some good speakers for the outdoors or something. Cause like now that we have a house, I'm like we can have like a bunch of people over. Yeah. Oh shit. I gotta come. You can't have that party without me. I'll be there. Oh, I mean, I wanna become party people, you know. I wanna be I want people to be party on all the time. Party on all the time. That's my <laughs> motto. <laughs> Speaking of people who uh-huh. host parties, guess who's hosting an Oscar party? It's me. Is it this girl? This, <laughs> this baby girl. <laughs> um, I saw one TikTok that had Oscars puns for foods, mm-hmm. and I was immediately, immediately texting my friends. I was like, we're having an Oscars party. Everybody come over. <laughs> and now the day is near, and I'm kind of like, oh shit, how do I like get the ingredients and make all these fucking Oscars pun foods? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's kind um, of a lot. Can you, can you lay some puns on us? Yes. I particularly love women, women talkitos for women talking. <laughs> very good very good um some uh, some wait like what's the director's name oh some steven's some steven spielbergers Ooh. Like little sliders yes um there was a brendan fraser the whale cake that was just like one of those like carvel whale cakes mm, love nice, it nice okay that's not a pun um there were more puns there were more puns oh, there's like... a all quiet on the western bunt cake Ooh. Oh, that's that's really good. I'm like, is there somehow like the bun cheese of Ada Sheeran, and it's just like Irish soda bread bun? Guess what they had? Guess what they had for that? What they called it? Brendan Gleason's fingers, and it was chicken fingers dipped in ketchup. Wow, is not wow. perfect. Amazing. I mean, no spoiler. I mean, you know, you know what's going down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, okay, was is that the end of the, the puns? No, there was a lot more, but I don't remember. <laughs> well, that oh, is- there was a, okay, wait, after sunset, Paul Mescal, there was a Paul Mescal tequila sunset mm. with Mescal, mm-hmm. and it was a tequila sunrise. Very good. I am not a big Mescal fan. I feel like Neither if, am like, I. I really want to be, like, cool enough to enjoy Mescal, but I'm just, like, not. I'm not there. It's very much a four out of ten for me. I've occasionally like had smoke. a drink that, yeah, it's super smoky. Like I've occasionally had a drink that's maybe like a six or seven, but that's like where it tops out. Yeah, not my thing. I will not be purchasing. Mm-mm. You can't do it. Not even for the pun. Not even Ma- for the pun. Did you ever do Oscars parties growing up? Never in my life. I'm very. I went to one like maybe ten years ago. It was pretty nice it was chill we just watched the oscars um but yeah it's not really a thing we just, i always watched the oscars but never party went to a party you know Mm-mm. we did we had family friends that would host oscar parties every year we we're growing nice. up so we would go sometimes and it was always like i always really liked watching the red carpet yeah that's fun and some of the jokes would be funny and mostly i was just there for the snacks because i actually feel like the oscars just take a really long time they definitely do. 
They definitely but if, do. But if you got snacks, who cares? And it sounds like you got some great taquitos going on, so you're nailing it. We'll see. We'll see. It's going to be great. Well, <laughs> to totally change gears, um, what time is it? What time is it? It's time for the motherhood minute. And guess what, everyone? Sylvia won't stop hitting me. <laughs> no. Um, we're in full toddler mode. Full toddler mode. It's not um, my favorite mode. I mean, it's actually, it's great. So, like, she's in, like, a big development phase. She's, like, talking all the time. She's saying words all the time. Talking about poo-poo all the time. Talking about cars. <laughs> talking about kitties. Talking about being mad. Talking about being sad. Um, oh, she also, I think, like, I've been trying to get her to, like, say the word for like up so that like when she wants to be picked up so that we can like discuss this but then what she's actually adopted is saying hug instead so she comes up to me and asks for a hug which is so cute and I love it but then also as I'm just like it makes it a lot harder to say no when I'm like <laughs> I can't pick you up right now and she's just like hug hug and I'm like I can't do that I'm literally in the middle of washing dishes um mm. but i would say overall it's like a seven eight out of ten it's so cute Very um cute. But yeah, so like you know talking a lot grooving a lot repeating a lot of what we do and say trying to help me clean things um <laughs> and also just like throwing stuff at me and hitting me in the face all the time yeah um, part's a real zero it's a real zero um i was hella tired after work today like literally was sitting on the floor of her room with her playing blocks and started to like fall asleep just sitting on the floor (laughs) cross-legged and i'm like this is not good um so i was like you know what we're just gonna watch um that show on netflix that whose name i can't remember with the toddlers the japanese show of like toddlers that do chores and i'm like well watch this because sylvia will love to see babies and then learn how to do chores um and I'm gonna try and fall asleep so then I just like so first of all she got mad because she built a tower of duplos and then knocked it over so then she threw half of it at the wall and then turned around with a couple blocks around and came over and hit me in the face which I was not expecting and even as she's approaching me I'm like don't do it don't do it because I looking her eye then she came and hit me um so I was like I just walked away from her I was like I'm not playing with you if you're hitting me and so then she follows me out screaming um, and I make myself a cup of tea while she screams at me and then pick her up. <laughs> Very <laughs> then, relaxing. Yeah, really relaxing. Nice cup of tea, just followed by a red faced screaming toddler. Um, and then I pick her up and I put on this show and she does chill for probably like 25, 30 minutes and just kind of watch it with me, which was nice because I kind of just half slept that whole time. And then I was awoken by her deciding to kind of get up and climb on me and sit directly on my face. And then when I tried to move out of the way, just start beating me in the face. Um, And then when I like moved her off of me, she lay on her back next to me and she just goes kick, kick, kick and kicks repeatedly with her feet. (laughs) She really likes to yell kick while kicking. Um, which I feel like is maybe something that I have taught her inadvertently. <laughs> um, unfortunately, it's extremely funny, um, but not when she's actually kicking me, which is a zero again. So that's what it's like, you guys. <laughs> it so sounds rough. It's not easy. It's not easy. But you know what? We were sick last week and she was waking up a lot at night. But the last couple nights, we've both been sleeping through the night. And thank God for that. So wow. things went up and up. 
Because it makes me, I'm a lot more tolerant of being beaten in the face when I've like had a full night's rest versus uh, when I'm also exhausted. Yeah, seriously. And by full night's rest, I of course mean six hours because it was a work night. So, <laughs> and that's about all I can yeah. do. Damn. Yeah. Dumb. 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 How's um? How's oh? Should, do you have anything for your segment? Should we do the segment? Yes. Song? Yes. Do a you can do a different beat if you want. Should I do okay? Um I'll try out a different beat. Give me okay. give me a second. Okay. Do 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 dance. Do 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 lol. Do 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 That was nice. Do a low key today. <laughs> Okay, so it's Eat Dance Lulls, my corner where I am living my best life for once mm-hmm. in my life. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's actually amazing because I've been filling my life with dance classes, yoga classes, mm-hmm. and those are the two things. <laughs> um, those are important, beautiful things. Those are really good things. I know they are actually really good things. Um, So both those things have been good. The issue is when you kind of pin your whole life on a dance class that happens once a week and Mm -hmm. you're like, this is the source of my joy. This is my path for the future. This is my, this is my alternative to having children. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You pin all that on it. It's like, and then you try the choreography and it's like, you kind of fuck it up and don't really do that well. Mm -hmm. You kind of get upset. (laughs) So yeah, I literally, I was, yeah, I walked out of, dance class last saturday and i just like was starting to like tear up and i literally was like i have no idea why i'm upset right now Mm -hmm. i nothing is wrong i just kind of had a harder time doing the dance Mm -hmm. but for some reason it was devastating to me because Mm -hmm. i've been so much on it yeah yeah so that's unfortunate but it's still fun i'm i'm gonna go (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna go in with a different attitude this week i'm gonna be there just for the fun don't yeah. have to nail the choreo. I literally am just expressing. I'm just expressing and I'm yeah. moving. Yes, exactly. I know. It's so hard to remember that and to not. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it was important to have an extreme reaction to one class so that then you can move on, hopefully, with more more chiller vibes. Because, yeah, we were talking about it. And I'm just like, I mean, I do that all the time of like, I will have an expectation for my evening where I get to do a nice thing for myself and then it will be like, Sylvia won't go to sleep and it takes a really long time to put her to bed or something happens and I can't do it. And then I'll just like start bawling because I like didn't have time to have like a cup of tea before bed, which truly doesn't matter at all. Like in the scheme of things, I can miss one cup of tea. Um, But sometimes it's just really hard because you like were trying to do this thing for yourself and then it didn't work out. Exactly. And like, I also have like less anonymity now, like, because at first I was like, wow, I'm here in this new space, just like doing this new thing. Like, this is so crazy and weird. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, Julius knows me. So mm-hmm. I feel like, like, cause I just keep going to his class. Yeah. So now I feel like when I mess up, I'm like, personally, like disappointing Julius, who's like, actually <laughs> my hero. <laughs> so that's unfortunate. I doubt that you could ever disappoint Julius. Julius seems like someone who would support you unconditionally. He would. He's literally perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope that your classes this weekend uh, are not as stressful. Oh, can we also get um, a rock band update? Um, <laughs> Is there a rock band update? Well, the bummer thing 
is that now I'm not the only singer in the rock band. Boo. And so there's kind of like a different vibe. Because, mm-hmm. fir- you know, the first time I was like, I'm the singer. This is yeah. amazing. <laughs> I have You're my the, band with me. The front woman. Yeah. So that's not a thing anymore because now more people want to be the singer. So we're just kind of singing together. And it's not really the same, but it's still a fun experience. Yeah. I mean, maybe you can channel like... <coughs> um. Like, I think about, like, when you get, like, the backup singers and they do, like, a coordinated dance and, like, sing together. I'm like, I feel like we need to channel that fantasy, which is very different fantasy than front woman fantasy, but um, could still be cool. Yeah, I'll just. just... You're the Roxy Hart. That's what it is. (laughs) And this other chick can be, or or you could be Catherine Zeta-Jones or whatever you want to prefer. Um, I said Roxy Hart because she's a star of the movie. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. but you, you got to be those two. I got to do a little snap and do a little sway. Yeah, that'd mm-hmm. be fun. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do a little fun choreo. And yeah. you've been doing all these dance classes. You got the choreo down. Yeah, I'll just start crawling across the stage. That's like the kind of choreo that we've been doing. I mean, classes. honestly, I feel like that's a really good, that's, that's honestly a great move to do on stage. I think that will attract a lot of attention. The middle school will love it. The middle It'll school will love it. Mm-hmm. It's the, kid, the kids love it. Steven was saying he had to do stay late at work the other day for like a sixth grade parent night or something. Where like parents, they like set up in the gym. They talk to the parents about like the middle school and stuff. But, you know, some mom is there with her, uh, like probably like six year old is getting dragged along to come. Steven says they're like standing at the top of the bleachers. And this little girl's just standing up on the bleachers with her fucking um hands up on her head like in her hair and just like shaking her hips back and forth to just like <laughs> some like he said like so like there's like no music happening just sort of like in her head just doing a little like sexy dance while her mom's just like on her phone completely ignoring <laughs> what's going on <laughs> and i'm like i just love that uh freedom of body and children to just be fucking going for it whatever you're fucking doing at any time just sort of no no thought to what anyone else is thinking of that is great. That is nice. The beautiful thing. You know, I don't remember what her name is, but one of the founders of a uh, modern dance, probably like Martha Graham or something. Yeah, that's the only one I know. <laughs> I'm, I'll there's, ba- there's Martha Graham, and then there was like one other dancer that I learned about um, who I, it's a name I don't remember. So I don't remember which one said this, but basically, like she was talking about in her choreography of like wanting to basically channel sort of the way that children move with like the total like freedom of their bodies just not like not confined by what dance supposedly is and that like freedom of movement and I think about that all the time you need to you need to have that Martha Graham energy maybe when you go into your dance class I would love that I want to like I need to start watching Martha Graham I need to start going to modern dance performances yeah dude do modern dance hell yeah that's that's your next what's where's hot bitch modern dance that's what i want to know it exists julius literally teaches modern dance that i could take but it's like harder it's harder than this one and this one i'm struggling with (laughs) well you got you got a lot of time i actually had the thought though recently of like if i could go back to college and like be tasked with making a modern dance again like i had relived that experience that Mm -hmm. was horrible for me yeah i feel like i could have more fun with it like I don't know if I actually would but I kind of feel like I wouldn't care as much yeah and it would be more fun and less cry right <laughs> I mean, I would, 
more fun less cry that's honestly that is a motto I'm trying to live my life with now I mean I feel like so many things that were impossibly hard or impossibly embarrassing for me to do when I was in my teens and early 20s are now things I would do um in any place at any time um and very loudly you know yeah and it uh it always it bums me out thinking about that sometimes because I'm just like I feel like I could have gotten a lot more out of a lot of different experiences if I could have just been a little less in my head about it. Oh, but that's ain't that the truth. I know, but that's why we got to be in our thirties, flirties, and thriving up in here. You that know? is true. People say your thirties are amazing. So mm-hmm. <laughs> and <Let's> so <laughs> I mean, that tracks. I'm getting beaten in the face by a toddler. And um, everything's perfect. Everything's perfect. Everything's perfect and going great and exactly how we want. It. <laughs> and on that note, maybe we should end there. We should review us on Apple Pod. Don't forget. Mm-hmm. And Don't just forget. hit us up. Hit us up on uh, Fran and Emma Pod at gmail dot com. Send us a message at the Review Crew Pod on Instagram. Review stuff. Tag us in it. So no one has done that yet. <laughs> Let me just—I I have a complaint. I have a complaint. Reviewers, you're all perfect tens, but you're you're starting to get close to a nine point seven five because none of you are tagging us in any of your Instagram. Posts. No one has reviewed us on Apple Pod since September. Well, September. we probably don't have any new <laughs> listeners. Although, you know what? Okay. Fucking zero out of ten to my sweet husband who I love, who is like, oh, I should like I think we were just listening to the last episode and he was like, Oh yeah, I should probably review you guys on Apple Podcasts. And I was like, You haven't yet. Oh, he needs to, but he'll just like be mean, I feel like. No, he loves our podcast. Okay, good. Even would not <laughs> he would not cyber bully us. <laughs> you never he know. Might, he might bully us in person, but he would never cyber bully us. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, like, I'll believe it when I see it, frankly. I mean, honestly, me too. <laughs> we'll fucking see. <laughs> Maybe when he, hopefully when he listens to this, uh, he'll he'll remember to do it. He'll just like go from, because he'll already have his podcast app open. Yeah. Steven, grab your phone right now <laughs> as you're going to queue up the next podcast and said, take a moment and just fucking give us five stars and write us a cute little note. Love of my life. I love that. I anyway. love that. Okay. Uh, and on that note, I bid you adieu. Good night, Franny. You're my perfect 10. You're the perfect 10. (laughs) Bye. Bye.